Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. Make your boss look good. April. I love that you give me this one. I totally gave this one to you because I knew (laughs) that you have a lot to say about this one. Remember our Bad Bosses episode? Anyway, Mm -hmm. all right, not going to go there. Um, But I do think that whereas the previous point is a lot about preparedness and setting expectations, I think this one is something that puts you in the driver's seat to take action in a way that a lot of folks don't necessarily do. And so... I think we all have a lot of emotions about the bosses we have, good and bad, but I do not think the natural inclination is to go and proactively try to make your boss look good on a regular basis. And so I think the the thing is like, well, they're my boss, they should support me, right? But I think flipping it on its head really sets you up to be differentiated, but then also kind of perks the ears of your boss because mm-hmm. you're patting them on the back and who doesn't like that? And you're also helping... Um, provide that kind of halo effect of, well, they must have a good relationship and that person must be a good boss if this is how their subordinates speak about them. Now, the things we will say about this is, number one, I will say this is a very hard thing to do. If yeah, you are really if you are a type A and you are a hard charger and you are someone who wants to build and build and build upon your skills, it can be hard to take a moment to stop what you're doing and say, this is the the part that my boss is adding to what is going on in my experience. Especially if you think you're smarter and better than your boss. Especially if you think you're smarter and better than your boss. Yeah. Not to say we've ever been in that position. You have to do it um, anyway. <laughs> and then also make sure that you're doing it in a truly authentic way. So number one, say nice things, but make sure they're true. Right. Um, about your boss to their superiors and colleagues. And, you know, we believe when you put that positivity into the system, it tends to return the favor. On the other side, do not speak badly about your boss to anyone, not just the superiors and the colleagues. This will get you in trouble very, very quickly. Keep those feelings to yourself. And remember all the things we've said before about how you talk to others in a work environment. So I'll just say that there. Mm -hmm. Um, Provide suggestions to your boss. So, You know, if you're going through the numbers, you know, from last month and, you know, this was always something that I tried to tie myself to once I realized account management was so closely tied to organic growth of accounts. Right. So I would get into the numbers and I would make sure to one, keep track of where I was adding value. But then also there's ultimately bigger opportunities that are beyond you that your boss can then go after, um, look into and help grow alongside of you. There's also things inevitably that can be cleaned up. So, you know, if you're making a process more efficient, if you're looking in and you're saying, this doesn't really reconcile, going to your boss and saying, hey, I think something's off here. You want me to look into it? You know, that can build a really good Mm -hmm. rapport. It also takes it off of their plate. It also stops a problem that could inevitably come up. So working along with them to show that you are really striving to make yourself better, yes, but make them better and make the situation better for the team. 
which is another one of them. Facilitate those team dynamics. Like I said before, it can be really easy to want to charge your career forward, push yourself forward, make sure that you are ready for that promotion, you're primed for it. But part of this whole thing is showing that you can work within a team environment and help make the collective team better, not just what you individually do on the team. And this can also take some relief from, or give your boss rather, some relief from their day-to-day if they feel like there's other folks that are having their eye on the culture of the team, the dynamics, how everyone's working together and working for the betterment of that because they're tasked with managing the collective whole of the team and making sure that everyone feels relevant and the culture's good and all of those things. So having someone else to support that is really important. And the last thing I will say is, and this was always my big, big one thing to my team always was do not ever let your boss be surprised. Yep. On any level, for any reason. This is why I've talked in previous episodes about how to get in touch and and making sure that those things are are, um, really laid out. You know, for me, it was if you call me on the phone, I'm going to assume it's an emergency and call you back as soon as possible. Otherwise, there's these other things you can do, right? And that was with the intention of I wanted my team to know that they could get in touch with me if they needed to. But that was, for me, the idea that I didn't ever want to leave a meeting and before they could get to me, someone else comes and tells me something else, right? Right. And so part of being part of a team, part of reporting to someone is as nervous as it might make you if a mistake happens or whatever, making sure that you're the person that tells them and that they don't hear it from someone else or... Heaven forbid the client gets to them first. Yeah, and, and I just to build on that one too, what I used to do is if I knew my boss was going into a meeting with, say, like it's a leadership team meeting or something to that effect, I always gave my boss a few message points of things that I thought may be circulating or they may get asked because what that does is twofold. One is it, keep, it kept her or him out of my business yep. um, for really the fair. most part. So that I wasn't feeling like I was being micromanaged, but it made them look smart that when they went in there and somebody asked them about it, they weren't like, oh, I'm going to have to get back to you on that, which most of them would. But there's a lot of insecure bosses that if they can't answer the question when somebody asks them, it is feels like a total hit on their credibility. Mm-hmm. Right. So give them a few message points based on something that you think is might be circulating or they might be asked. It doesn't have to be a long like one page or it's like a couple bullets of like, hey, this is going on. Somebody might ask you this. This is where we are on that. Just so that they feel like when they go into that, they could be prepared. And then for the 201, 301 version of this uh, this point is think about what your boss is doing to position themselves for promotion, Yep. right? So this is one that I feel like Not very many people do, but when they actually take a second to think about what that looks like, they often find that what their boss is asking of them is for them to look good Mm -hmm. in order to get promoted. So where this kind of seems to have the rubber uh, meet the road is generally in a culture play. Yeah. Right. If you are a person that is like in an environment and you are having trouble working with others, just say, um, and you're getting feedback that you're having trouble working with others. That reflects poorly on your boss as being a good leader Absolutely. and a facilitator of their people. Yep. All leaders and managers need to check that box in order to get promoted. If you are the thorn in their side in order for them to get promoted in that case, that's not going to look good on you, regardless if you're right. I yep. mean, I think that's the point you're going to hear, regardless if you're right. So think about things like that. If, if you're getting feedback from your boss about those sorts of things, think about, hmm, 
How is my boss trying to position themselves? What do they need to demonstrate in order to get promoted? And am I helping them yep. in order to look good and for them to get promoted? Yeah, I mean, I think that the <laughs> this this one, back to the original point about removing your ego from the situation, if you are going to work for someone else, you absolutely must learn to work within the culture. I mean, I just, you know, I, I think that there is just... There is the natural self-righteousness, I think, sometimes yeah. to be like, well, I'm right, though. Like, doesn't that count for something? And in this case, we would say, no, honestly, it's that you're not the squeaky wheel, that you're able to collaborate, that you can let things go, that you can show that you can be malleable and that you're willing to change and to sacrifice, actually, instead of sticking to your guns, especially if it's not a huge deal. And like you said, you're always the thorn in the side. Right. Now, and we're not we're not saying that you should sit on your hands and not be a change agent. Oh, no. Um, but we're saying be be cautious about how yep. you're approaching it, right? Yep. So there's there's ways of doing it that is can be perceived one way, and there's ways of doing it that can be perceived a different way, right? Absolutely. That's what we're saying here. Yes. All right. So the third point about how to position yourself for promotion is operate like you're in the role two promotions ahead. April, I'll give this one to you, too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually really love this one because I think it articulates really well a problem that is historic, definitely on the agency side, but also kind of across the board for any business, which yep. is the standard statement of you'll get promoted when you're already doing the next job. Right. And I think that that's all well and good until it pr it provides all the things we've talked about today of like the blurriness and the like, well, but I am. So what am I what, what else can I do? And then inevitably you get frustrated. You kind of stagnate. You know, it's kind of that foregone conclusion. Whereas here it is striving to do much more than even that next role. And I love that idea because I think, number one, you're setting your mind and your vision forward to what you want to achieve much longer term. But then as the owner of your own career and this promotion and pushing it through, you can be documenting all of your things, not just in preparation of the next role, but the one even beyond that. Right. And I think it allows you to look bigger picture. It allows you to start to set, like I said, that longer path and that vision forward. It allows you to even show proof points that not only are you doing the next level job, but you are already doing things that are the job even after that. And the whole thing about all of this, right, is to build your airtight case in a way that is respectful, but also authoritative through the use of the examples of the skills and things that you have built. And so this point really allows you to do that and be very, very proactive. And I think that a couple of the things, and Ann and I uh, went back and forth actually on this, of like areas specifically to look at to judge whether someone is ready for promotion. These are kind of the ones that we're always ticking off, right? Yep. And again, think about it through the lens of you have to be able to do it for the next role, but even the one beyond that, like be working already and pushing toward that. So the first one is the ability to think strategically. So is this person up for promotion just doing what they're told to do, or are they always looking for ways to improve the status quo? To Anne's point about being a change agent, this is the positive side of that. This is the ability to see it and be like, oh, okay, we could totally make this better by doing this. Also, do they understand the business at a high level, and are they able to participate in big picture conversations? There were so many instances when I was a boss and people were like fighting for their promotion where 
they would say, I do all the things you tell me to do. I do them well. I never make any mistakes. Hmm. I'm I'm performing exactly as I'm supposed to. Why am I not getting promoted? And it always inevitably started with right here with this strategic point about yeah. one pushing beyond that, you know, okay, great, you're checking the box on all you're supposed to be doing. You need to be moving forward. But then two, yes, but when we have these bigger picture conversations, you either don't say anything or it's clear that you aren't, don't have the ability yet to participate there. So that's the first one, the ability to influence. So this plays to the culture point. It also plays to the idea of telling others about your boss. But can you inspire people around you to go a certain direction without beating them into it, <laughs> manipulating yeah, right. them, coercing them, you know, really get them to follow behind you. I mean, we've had conversations before about how leadership can't be when you turn around and no one's there anymore. It right. has to be where people are learning to go behind you. And in order to be a leader very early on, you do have to develop and then cultivate the ability to influence others. The third one is, do they take responsibility for themselves and their actions? When you are wrong, do you own it? Are you mature enough to do that and say, I did it and here's what I'm going to do to fix it? If they wrong somebody else, do they go and apologize and fix that? Are they consistently operating with integrity and then championing that within the culture of the organization? The next one is, do they make an effort to lift others up? To that earlier point about not just owning your piece of the pie, but the whole pie in total. Do they look at other successes as much or as important as their own? This is a signal that someone is moving up that ladder again and thinking bigger picture and being able to see how the collective whole is better than what they individually are contributing. Are they focused yet flexible? This is one I often got dinged on. When I would get really, you know, into a project, I just wanted to push it all the way through. What I had to learn is you have to stop and bring others along, but sometimes you have to stop and change course. So that's what we're mm-hmm. talking about here. So do they embrace the mission and the vision of the company as a whole, but then can they use those tools to, like I said, change the path or as things come up, develop solutions immediately and be able to start actioning against that versus just stopping whenever there's some sort of problem. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, are they self-motivated versus always needing direction and reassurance? And finally, are they proactive? I think that proactivity we've talked already about, we've talked about it in this point indirectly, but I think really directly In being proactive, you should always be looking for new opportunities and jumping into work without being asked and be able to jump into that work and get it to a point without waiting for instruction. So back to this point of operating like you're two roles ahead, you're looking to be self-sufficient enough to keep things moving or to move into something else if something stalls, but then also self-awareness to know when it's time to call when and ask your boss to come in and be part of the discussion. But overall, this is really about pushing yourself, keeping yourself fresh, keeping yourself moving, not getting discouraged, understanding that organizations take time to change and that within the organization, you're responsible for carving out your own path. And then finally, I'll say there's obviously performance-based criteria with every industry with specific functions, uh, but Outside of those, when you feel like you're in limbo regarding promotion, 
this is one of the pieces that we feel like can really put you in a position to prove that not only can they not say, well, when the next one opens up or you're almost there, just keep doing what you're doing. You can prove that you're continuing to improve as you go in your role. Yeah, I think that's really, really well said and very comprehensive. And the point I want to make here is this this applies whether you work at McDonald's or work in a C-suite. thousand percent. So I think a lot of people will hear those and be like, oh, well, I'm just not at that level to think strategically yet. I don't have to do that. You should be thinking strategically at any level, at any level. And this is if you want to continue to progress and progress at a fast rate or if you want to stay stagnant and you want to kind of toil in your current uh, in your current role and in, in your current level. So embrace this knowing that no matter where you're at, this can help to put in perspective how to get yourself promoted more quickly. And don't fall into the traps with things that we've heard like, well, that's just not my job, <laughs> right? That's just, well, do you ever want it to be your job? Yep. If you want it to ever be your job, then you better start thinking like it is your job, right? Or that's that person, that person's supposed to do that over there. Well, yes, but do you eventually want to manage that person to do that? Then you better show that you can manage effectively and help to influence and get things done, yep. even if it's not your job and it's that's not your person that you manage, right? So you need to really shift your mindset and embrace these principles because these will help you to progress much more quickly. Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website, forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.